Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's up, everybody? This is Trey Biddy with hogsports.com. Sam Pittman now officially named the head coach at the University of Arkansas. I'm going to bring Danny West in. We're going to talk some about recruiting Pittman's background, talk about how this hire came to pass, and we'll, uh, we'll jump into a lot of other things, too. We're going to answer your questions as well, all happening on Hog Sports Live. So Pittman has been officially announced now. Uh, this started coming out a couple of hours ago. Uh, we actually put the story out that, according to all of our sources, uh, that Pittman, not all of our sources, but our best sources, that Pittman would be named the head coach at Arkansas. And this is just something that kind of fell to Pittman. Now, I want to go back to a couple of things we talked about early in this process. First of all, that we're all going to be looking at this thing and saying Jimmy Sexton's getting everything he wants. That was something that I think I put out the first day. I <laughs> will look back at this. Um, secondly, it just kept falling to him. I mean, they think they, they thought they had Lane Kiffin in the bag and did have him in the bag as far as they knew. And I, I don't know if you want to call it they got tricked or they got outmaneuvered or whatever you want to call it, but they thought that they had Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss swooped in and took him. And I think it just kind of goes back to the perception of what Arkansas is and people thinking that Arkansas is – because they ran into a lot of closed doors on this search and people thinking that Arkansas is the is the problem, okay, not that – uh, you know, the last couple of years of Brett Bielma or the last two years with Chad Morris. Not that that's the problem, that it's Arkansas is the problem, and that couldn't be further from the truth. And people from around here know that. Sam Pittman knows that because he's been here. So that couldn't be further from the truth. Now, obviously you would like a sitting head coach, a guy with some experience and stuff. But as I said in the very beginning with this thing also, Arkansas may not get the coach that they want out of this. They might end up getting the coach that they need. Okay. Now, obviously concerns, no head coaching background. That's the big concern there. The positives with Pittman that you would look at, fantastic recruiter, one of the most respected coaches in the country in terms of being an assistant coach and an offensive line coach and being a recruiter, consistently recruits top-notch offensive linemen. When you look at some of the guys that he's brought in, um, and we'll get in with Danny, actually, I'll get in with Danny about that. We'll talk about all the recruiting stuff here in a second because he's got a lot of good insight on Pitt, on Sam Pittman, what makes him a good recruiter. And something that I said early when, you know, stuff started kind of leaking out to us uh, is that with Pittman, in about five minutes of meeting these players, he'll have them wrapped around his finger. He's just a likable guy. People, I think he'll be able to bring a really good staff at Arkansas because he is so well-liked. Um, the players will fight for him. And that is something that we've talked about has been a problem with this, with the former staff, you know, under the guidance of Chad Morris, the players just weren't fighting for him. You know, I don't think that they, they believed him. You didn't see anybody walking out. You didn't hear about anybody walking out of the locker room when Hunter Juracek told him that Chad Morris was fired, as opposed to a guy like Matt Luke. The Ole Miss job coming open, that cost Arkansas Lane Kiffin. It's crazy to think about, but I think that was a reactionary firing after the Egg Bowl with that kid acting like he was peeing on a fire hydrant like a dog, and it ended up not 
screw in Arkansas, or excuse me, screw in Ole Miss, but screw in Matt Luke and screw in Arkansas. That's what ended up happening. As crazy as the universe works, that's what ended up happening. And Arkansas looked at a lot of options. I know for a fact that they did. Um, but in, at the end of the day, Jimmy Sexton controls college coaching. Okay? And that's what it came down to. You know, where he prioritizes the Arkansas job. I see Michael Coates says Chad Morris 2.0 here. And here's the thing that I would say to because I see this a lot, but so every coach was 2.0, Chad Morris 2.0. Nick Saban, when he left Toledo for Michigan State, he was 2.0. Houston Nutt, when he left Boise for Arkansas, he was Chad Morris, I guess, before 2.0. But basically every coach moved from that to that. You know, Dan Mullen, when he took the Mississippi State job, he had not been a head coach before. So that to me is just kind of like, you know, you look at – you're just not seeing the big picture. You just see the last guy. Um, now, Pittman, obviously there are concerns. He, he has not been a head coach. I do think that he's going to be strong in recruiting. I mean, you go back and look at what Arkansas's offensive line was. Look what Arkansas's offensive line did in the years that he was here from 2013, 14, and 15. So 2013, when they were retooling the offensive line, they gave up eight sacks that year and led the SEC. The next year they gave up 14 sacks, and next year they gave up 14 sacks again. The year he left, the next year, Arkansas gave up 36 sacks and were 13th in the SEC. That is one more. No, 35 sacks. He gave up 36 in his three years, which is crazy to me. A lot of the Bielema downward turn of Brett Bielema is pointed to the moment that Sam Pittman left Arkansas. And I agree with a lot of that. Pittman, uh, excuse me, Bielema didn't make a lot of strong hires after that. Kurt Anderson was a disaster in recruiting and coaching. It was a huge downward turn when Sam Pittman left Arkansas. This is a guy that wants to be here. He's from around here. He was born in Oklahoma. His parents live in Missouri still. I think uh, he went to Grove High School. He's coached just about everywhere all over the country. Several big-time schools. Got a lot of connections. 900,000, you don't see many offensive line coaches making $900,000 a year as offensive line coach and associate head coach. 58 years old, never been a head coach before. That's the thing that people are going to point to as a concern. He's never been a head coach. Why hasn't he been a head coach? All of those things. Arkansas needs a coach that can get him back on solid footing. And this is an offensive and defensive driven league, and he will bring in offensive and defensive linemen and coach them the right way, fundamentally. Arkansas will be better next year with Pittman. I really believe that. That's not saying a whole lot, is it? <laughs> not saying a whole lot. A lot of guys to look at. Barry Odom's been mentioned. And, you know, if he doesn't end up with the Memphis job, he could definitely be a guy that could be a part of this staff. Eric Mateos, who was a GA under him, who's since risen through the ranks. He's now at uh, BYU as offensive line coach. Brad Davis at Missouri, offensive line coach there, was a GA under him also. So I want to bring in Danny because Danny's going to bring in a unique recruiting perspective, as he always does, and we'll see what he has to say about it. Hey, buddy. I thought for sure you were going to come up and say, yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
So we've been talking a little What's bit about up? Pittman, you know, some of the concerns. I want to remind everybody real quick before we jump in, there's plenty of ways to watch and listen to the show. Facebook Live, always streaming live there. Be sure to throw us a thumbs up if you haven't done so already. YouTube, throw us a thumbs up there. Hit the subscribe button and noti- and uh, also the notifications bell so you're notified anytime we upload a new video. Share the video with someone if you think they might like it. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, throw us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if you like the show, and sign up at hogsports.com. 1.2 thousand people on here right now, Danny. 1.2 thousand watching, watching live. Well, you know what? People have been through it, Trey. I mean, they're excited. It's been a crazy week, man. I haven't been, I've been, the only time I've left my house, I left for my daughter's basketball game, which luckily it was just two miles away on, um, what was that, Saturday? The days all run together, so I was gone for an hour. But aside from that, getting up early in the morning, taking my daughter to school this week and the neighbor's kids, and I haven't left the house otherwise. I've been like, hey, yep. babe, will you, uh, will you bring me some food? <laughs> I mean, I've just been feel. I mean, and I, I try to call anybody. My phone is just constantly going, constantly. So it's been a crazy, crazy week. I mean, just so much is going on. And really, 28 days. We're 28 days into this coaching search now. I, I, for those who don't know, I've, this is the this is the search stash. I've still got the search stash going, so I'm going to shave it off probably tonight, even though it looks fantastic. Jeez. So, Danny, <laughs> Danny, recruiting yep. wise, what can Sam Pittman bring to this program? Well, initially, I mean, you you first you want to look at the offensive lineman, right? That the group that he's got committed to Georgia right. is probably uh, the best in the country, as far as I'm concerned. He's got a five star. And then uh, four more four-star guys. I mean, that's a pretty good haul. Yeah. So you're curious right off the bat, is he able to swing one of those guys? Mm-hmm. I mean, you remember when he first got here in 2013, he immediately got Dan Skipper and Reeve Kohler to flip from right. Tennessee. And, uh, you know, you you look at a guy like Chad Lindbergh, a four-star offensive lineman out of League City, Clear Creek High School. That's a mouthful there, by the way. But this dude is really, really good. Arkansas offered him very early. Uh, Chad Morris's staff, I should say, mm-hmm. offered him really early. So he might be a guy. You know, he's out of Texas. So some of those guys down in Georgia, that's going to be a tough flip, right? Yeah. A Broderick Jones, hey, five-star. Danny Ratledge. And, and, yeah, I mean, all these guys, I mean, stud, one stud after another at Georgia. And, I mean, he's – consistently, you know, ranked among like top five recruiters, not consistently, but like a couple of the years since he's been there, he's been one yeah. of the top five recruiters in the country. But what about a guy like Takias Crawford or Garrett yeah. Hayes, who's since committed to TCU? I mean, are those guys possibility? I know those are guys that have been recruited like largely by Jeff Trailer. And on that same hand, is a guy like Jeff Trailer or Justin Stepp or Barry Lunny, somebody that we, you think we could look at as people that Pittman would, would retain? Yeah, well, let's jump to the first part uh, okay. first, the recruits. Uh, Garrett Hayes, actually, you bring it up, I just I mean, just finished typing those guys each message mm-hmm. right before you called, so still waiting to hear back from them. But I will say this, and I don't want to speak for Takias, but I, I do think this is the type of hire that can really, really help you with him, mm-hmm. especially if Jeff Trailer is kept. I think your chances are, are going to be really, really good uh, with a guy like Crawford. Garrett Hayes is a little bit different. He might be a guy that, you know what, I'm done. I've made my commitment. Uh, he's yeah. got a pretty good school he's going to anyway, TCU. Yeah. Uh, so that one would probably surprise me more. On the, on your second question there, who's going to be retained? I think that's the most 
uh, intriguing part about this whole thing now. You know, mm-hmm. how does he fill out his staff? We've already posted some names there to keep an eye on on the board throughout the uh, afternoon here today once the Pittman stuff started heating up. You know, you got people reaching out saying, hey, he might bring this guy with him. He might pull that guy. So it's been pretty active in that regard. But I will say one more time, and we've we've talked about the same dudes over and over, but in my opinion, Trey, if you want to salvage this class and, uh, and continue to recruit well in Texas, mm-hmm. I think Jeff Trailer, Justin Stepp, and obviously Barry Lunny Jr., I, I think you would like his, his prospects of uh, – being able to stick around as well. Yeah. But those are the three, I think, provide the most, uh, uh, the biggest impact for, for trying to save this class. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, you're 10 days away from, from signing now, right? Uh, that's going to be, it's going to be popping. And that's always something that we've said, you know, with Chad Morris's staff is they knocked it out of the park in recruiting. And now you're hiring a guy like Pittman, who is a, I mean, and Pittman's not just a guy that like stays up all hours of the night and just outworks people. People just love him. People love him, and they can't sure. say no to him at the end. I mean, you go back and look at some of the guys that he brought in, and um, first of all, Arkansas never went into Miami or the state of Florida and got a four-star, ever. Right. Never did it. And now he wasn't the only guy that was recruiting Denver Kirkland because he was uh, Randy Shannon also, but Denver Kirkland was a big, big-time recruit. Reef Kohler didn't pan out. Now, Reef Kohler really injured his knee uh, freshman year and never ended up panning out for Arkansas. But he was a four-star recruit out of Hawaii, all the way down in Hawaii. Um, and Arkansas certainly wasn't getting those guys. Dan Skipper, all the way out in Colorado. I remember Dan Skipper told me when he first was talking about going to Arkansas because he was committed to Tennessee under Pittman there, or maybe was considering Tennessee. But he was just like, yeah, whatever. And then got there, you know, and then, of yeah. course, he couldn't say no to him. So, you know, those are a couple of guys there. They would have gotten Garrett Bowles, I believe, don't you think? Uh, the yeah, year that, probably. The year that Pittman left, I think they would have got Garrett Bowles, who ended up being a first-round draft pick. Uh, Brian Wallace, you know, Brian Wallace didn't end up setting the world on fire at Arkansas, but he was a guy that Alabama really wanted out of St. Louis. Out of St. Louis went and got him. Yeah. Frank Ragnow out of Minnesota who ended up being a first-round draft pick. And these are guys at Arkansas. Sebastian Tertola was all the way out in Iowa when, when Arkansas found yeah. him. Now, Tertola wasn't super highly regarded, but that's an example of a good evaluation uh, by them there. So, And we can keep on Jalen Merrick. You know, Jalen didn't end up yeah. turning out real good. Uh, well, Jalen had the headaches that really stopped his career, and he was kind of a developmental guy. But he was so huge that he was a four-star recruit, also out of Florida. So, Zach Rogers – kept having those knee problems. But when he was committed to Arkansas, he was committed as the number one ranked center prospect in the country. So he can go head to head with people and, and bring out big time recruits. Now we're not just talking about because some of those guys didn't end up panning out and having big careers, but we know that he can go head to head with people. And then what he's done in Georgia, you put him in a hotbed for talent like that. Good Lord. I mean, he, I mean, he brought in some studs at the University you, of Georgia. You knew what would happen as soon as he took that job. Like it was over with. Yeah. Like oh, all yeah. those, all those five stars were immediately just flooding. I got the, I got the biggest kick, Danny, out of. Um, we were still with rivals when he moved to um, to Georgia, right. and they're all like, you know, naming him like recruiter of the year and all the recruiter of the SEC <laughs> and all this stuff. And I'm like, every single year, I nominated. Yep. I nominated Sam Pittman for Recruiter of the Year, and nobody listened to me. And then suddenly he's at Georgia. He's this, he's he's a way better recruiter, you know. I um, love those lists, man. I always yeah. see it. it's Alabama, Clemson, Florida State, oh, yeah. Georgia. They got it so hard. <laughs> LSU. It's so hard. 
So, uh, Danny, what do you think about potential staff? I mean, Barry Odom's been mentioned. Um, you know, we talked about some of the guys inside the state, but I know that you've, uh, you've kind of been looking at a couple other guys as possible. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, Trey Scott, the Georgia defensive line coach. He's actually from CrossFit. Shoot, many of the people uh, watching this this show here may even know him or grew up around him, so... Uh, yeah, that's intriguing. You know, just being able to potentially come back home in his home state. I think uh, I think Coach Scott played at Arkansas Tech, and uh, so all my names are running together here. By the way, yeah. Trey, a lot going on, but uh, trying to keep up with kids. Um, do want to mention we talked about Ragnow and Skipper there. Yeah, uh, just posted their reactions. They uh, both of them actually sent in a long statement type mm. reaction. So I thought that was pretty cool. It's posted yeah. their own on hog sports now. Well, I think so, it's uh, I think it's notable also because we talk about so much when you hire a new coach, he's always going to be way different than the last coach. And you've got yeah. Pittman who, you know, he's not going to be super gimmicky. He's not going to be, you know, he's going to be more cool, collected, whereas, you know, Chab was a little more, you know, down in Red Bull and, you know, kind of a math guy. Pittman is going – and one of the things we've talked about, you know, the players just weren't latching on and, and following – and with Pittman, that's going to change. When he has that team meeting with him and he meets with each of these guys individual, it'll change. And you also see stuff from parents, former players, recruits, all going crazy over this hire. Now, we've noted the the concerns, obviously. He's never been a oh, head yeah. coach. There's there, plenty. There's no doubt that this job fell to Sam Pittman, that yep. they had to find somebody who wanted this job. because, And it's amazing how far we've come from. I mean, you go back to 2008 and you got – uh, Lane Kiffin slamming doors around the Oakland Raiders facility, according to uh, Michael Lombardi, because he lost the job to Bobby Petrino, you know, two yeah. NFL coaches. And then when uh, Brett Bielma, you know, didn't end up working out at Arkansas, but that was viewed as the biggest hire of the offseason. Yeah. The biggest. Everybody said that. And uh, and then you fast forward, you know, with Chad Morris, and you probably messed up at the time not hiring Mike Norvell. Uh, but Chad Morris, you know, still was viewed as a guy that – and maybe and not on the same level as some of those other guys. But, and the situation was really weird with not having a sitting athletic director and all that stuff. But, um, you know, there were reasons to be encouraged with Chad Morris when you looked at his background. And he was interviewing for other big jobs like Texas A&M and stuff. Mike Norvell is a guy that you could have had. Now he's on his way to Florida State. Um, yeah. So, as we said earlier, you know, Arkansas may not get the coach they want. They might end up with the coach that they need, though. And this is a situation where Arkansas needs to get back on. People can talk about let's get Arkansas, you know, up to championship level and stuff. Arkansas needs to be pulled out of a well and get their feet on the ground 
and get this program established and back to respectability before we can start start talking about you know flying and stuff. Okay, yeah. get this program back on solid footing again. And I think Pittman can be a guy that can do that. We'll see. I've said before, I've said from the beginning that I will always give the head coach at Arkansas the benefit of the doubt until I have reason not to think that. Okay, and based on everything I've known on Pittman, aside from the head coaching resume. Um, he fits in a lot of ways, man. He really does. And again, there's going to be people that are going to be extremely upset. I know that, and I don't. I don't blame them. It's the situation that Arkansas is in. And make make, make no mistake that this job fell to Sam Pittman. I caught a lot of flack when I reported they talked to Deion Sanders, Danny, but they talked to Deion Sanders. I mean, they were, they were exploring a lot of options. And, man, wouldn't it be cool if they could somehow talk him into – to you know, if if Deion Sanders wants to be taken seriously as a head coaching candidate, he needs to start right. off as a position coach or something. And I wouldn't be totally opposed agree. to seeing that. I really wouldn't. For those who don't know Danny, Danny does all of our recruiting stuff. He's been with us for a decade. HAWGsports.com does a fantastic job. The best recruiting guy in the business. I don't mean just Arkansas. Uh, so, Danny, what else, are you, what, are you, what else are you thinking about this hire? Well, I, just to kind of piggyback on what you said there, I mean, here's the situation. When you're 2-10, two 2-10, and, ten, two and ten, back-to-back seasons, uh, yeah, the job fell to him. I totally agree with that. Mm. But in their defense, Trey, you've got to roll the dice. There's going to be uh, some level of uh, risk with any of the guys we've talked about in the last 28 days, right? There would have been some risk involved no matter who got it. Mm-hmm. But if you've, if you've got to roll the dice – do it with somebody who would crawl to get here, and he would have. I mean, I think you posted earlier today. He reached out, what, three weeks ago trying to get the job. This dude right. has wanted this job ever since it was clear that it was coming open, not even mm-hmm. when it came open. Like once the writing was on the wall, he wanted the job. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot to like, a lot of questions to, to be answered. I am, uh, like we talked about, I'm really curious to see uh, what type of staff he puts up uh, or fills out here. So, a lot to be answered tomorrow. I guess we've got a 3.30 press conference. Did you mention that? I did not mention the 3.30 press conference. I think I jumped hey. on before it, uh, the official release uh, has come out. Yep, there's the official release right there, 6.22. Hey, real quick on Takias Crawford, Trey got a, a text back from Ty. And he said hey, uh, um, mm-hmm. pretty much what I expected. He hasn't really checked into it, but he's, he's mm-hmm. planning on checking into it right now. Good deal. Good deal. So we'll go from there. Deshaun Stewart also reached out. He's uh, uh, kind of in the same boat. You know, it's, it's all new to him right now, but he mm-hmm. said, uh, I'll just read it. I'm excited, ready to see what Coach Pittman brings to the table. So there's all right. that. All these guys are going to be good with it. I mean, yeah. they just are. The thing with Pittman. If you meet him, he's one of those dudes. You meet him. Exactly. And you, you spend five minutes with him. He knows you're in. I just watched a video on YouTube earlier today when his name came up again just watching an old interview that he did at Georgia mm-hmm. and the camera's rolling. The interview hasn't started yet. And he's got his hand on the, uh, the guy who's interviewing him and he, he's asking him where he's from. Yeah. I mean, how many people do that? <laughs> Sam Pittman, man, that's what yeah. he's about. And, and like I said, I mean, it's not because he's staying up all, he, all hours of the night. People just, and maybe I'm not saying he doesn't work. Obviously he does, but I'm just saying he has that. Some people got it and some people don't. I mean, Charm. whatever that thing is. And people yeah. would always tell me that. I was like, man, I met Sam Pittman the other day. I was like, I felt like that was my dad. I wanted, to, I yeah, wanted him to be my dad. A, like an uncle, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> and, it, it, and it's quick. It's like you feel like you've known him forever. And yeah. this one guy told me, he's like, man, they had all the all the coaches there. Um, and we met each one of them individually. This is on Bielema's staff. 
And within five minutes, Sam Pittman had everybody just looking at him, just looking yeah. at him, you know. So he's got that that factor. I do – I mean, obviously he's never been a head coach. That's the concern. Once again, why hasn't he been a head coach? He is 58 years old. Um, I, don't, I don't – and I don't have the answer to that. I don't – I really don't. But um, – you know, I think some of these Twitter reactions are, are priceless. You know, Jenny Henry, um, Hudson Henry's mom, the Henry's mom, you know, she was talking about how much she loved Sam Pittman. Uh, Clint Sterner loved the Sam Pittman momentum that's building in Hog Nation. Patrick Arends, if Pittman comes back to the Hill, I'm for sure coming out to some games. Johnny Gibson, to all the players that think they want to leave, don't. I mean, there's a lot of them. A lot of stuff from from people. Grant Cook, we're about to be a freaking team. We're about to be a tough freaking team, and I love it. Bijan Jackson, I'm getting butterflies thinking about Coach Pittman. And there's a lot. I mean, a lot of Twitter reaction. You don't see that with every single time somebody's hired like that. The players are no doubt behind this, uh, and we've yeah. known that since the beginning that they would. The former players would love this. The guys that played under Pittman, the guys that you know knew him from coming back, because Bielma did a good job of welcoming in former players and stuff. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff from from current players too. You know, I see a little bit of a one of these like um, wondering things from Trey Knox, but uh, I can't wait till he meets the players and some of the reactions that we get from some of the players and stuff. Um, it's supposed to be going down tonight at some point. So yeah, I know Georgia had their gala, so I, I'm thinking that Pittman. You know, the only reason it was delayed a little bit because I got to be honest, I felt the same way. You know when I put out the Chad Morris stuff and I'm just, you know, wondering, I was like, why isn't this official yet? You know, <laughs> I know it's official. I know it is because I had it double confirmed official from the same people that, you know, that helped me with Chad Morris breaking that one. And I'm just sitting there thinking, why isn't this official yet? What's it's a on? lonely island to be on, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it yeah is. you came through, buddy. Did a good job with the search, man. I know it was, it was, yeah, uh, that I mean, was a tough one, boy. That was. I enjoy it boy, though. It I'm, just I'm, so I'm just kind of lengthy. built for it. Yeah, if it went on for 28 days, it's crazy. But I'm, uh, I'm just kind. Of, I mean, I like being busy. When busy stuff is, you know, is good busy, then then I don't mind it. But I, I'd be lying a little bit if I wasn't getting down here this last bit and wondering what was going on and you know all the stuff the way the Lane Kiffin stuff because everybody that was telling you you know people are like coming after people that were telling them Sam or that that Lane Kiffin was going to be the hire those people weren't wrong everything was happening and they just kind of got Jimmy Sexton I mean that's the bottom line of what happened there um, but that was it was happening and uh, there's a couple other things that were happening too that I've, I've been told that I can't I can't share, but um, we share what we can. And anybody who joined us on, on the Razor's Edge on hogsports.com, I think they they got their money's worth. You know, it, it may not, again, be the, the big splash, flashy hire. And the more this thing went along, especially with the way the Kiffin thing went, it just wasn't going to play out that way. It just wasn't. But I think Arkansas got a guy that maybe that they need. You know, as we said, Danny, this is an offensive, defensive-driven league. And they are about to get better on the offensive and defensive line. There's no question about it. I think they're going to be a physical brand of football. I don't know what that looks like yet. We'll see what kind of coordinators he brings in. But mm. no question in my mind, they're about to get tougher. Yeah, they're just no question. Yeah. Uh, you're either going to get tougher or you're going to leave. That's what's about to happen. That's just the type of guy he is. So, uh, so looking forward to that. Danny, 10 days here until – National Signing Day, the early period. Of course, it's not the best thing in the world the way it's set up for for teams that are hiring coaches because it is such a tight window. The NCAA makes you more and more accountable for the recruits you bring in and then gives you a 10-day window. So I think that is one way that, you know, 
a guy like Jeff Trailer or Justin Stepp would have some leverage in there because I don't, I don't think a lot of those guys, you know, a lot of people see, you know, one running back that was committed in John Gentry and look at it and think, you know, well, you know, who did Trailer have on board? But he he played a role in a lot of those guys. He had more guys committed than anybody, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. I think he was around seven or eight at one point mm-hmm. before everybody jumped off. Seven or eight, yeah, that's quite a bit. And then Justin Stepp, you know, I think Justin Stepp, if he is a guy that's retained, you'll see some wide receivers like Sevion Williams, uh, Mason Mangum, for example, a couple of those guys that, that would jump back into the fold too. You think so? Yeah, yeah, I think there's a pretty good chance. The thing about Mason is, you know, he wants to sign early. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's gonna he's going to need an answer uh, pretty quickly yeah. you know he's he's got some options he's been taking visits so yeah uh he would need to know really really soon whether or not jay step is going to stick around uh, as would all those guys right, right? I mean, things, things should start moving pretty quickly though in terms of staff i mean there's going to be some guys maybe that maybe somebody comes with them from georgia maybe somebody from you know i think a lot of people have talked about um jim cheney also i don't know that that would happen or not but you know that's another that's a possibility, you know. I don't know that that would happen or not. What What, what are your thoughts on Cheney? <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Those two have been kind of inseparable, yeah. hadn't they, yeah, throughout they their are. careers? I mean, uh, so you know, uh, it seems like when he left here and went down to Georgia, everybody was like, "Man, he's one of the best in the country." But when he was here, everybody was killing it. Yeah, you know. So it comes back to what you talked about earlier with with Sam Pittman being the recruiter of the year. It's funny. You get a Jake from and some of those guys, those running backs oh, he yeah. had, Chubb. Yeah, you're going to be pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> you're a pretty good coordinator. Absolutely. Well, I, I think one thing again, I keep going back to this, but just bringing that locker room together. I think you know the guy that can do it is has been hired. I mean, the guy that can bring it. Now, who knows what happens other than that? But if you're looking for somebody that's going to bring those guys together, I think. Sam Pittman is that guy, and that's one of the things I think was most frustrating with with Chad Morris. So ten days left. I mean, when, what is the what is the period? Do you know what the periods are? I mean, is it all open until the sixteenth? Right now, okay, yeah, let's run through this. Okay. Right now is the eighth. Um, throughout the rest of this week, you've got the contact period, and for those who don't follow recruiting, contact period is when coaches can go and. And see kids off campus. You can do your in-home visits. You can host kids on official visits. So he'll have that opportunity to bring guys in as early as this weekend. But uh, uh, on Sunday, it, it transitions into the quiet period, which mm-hmm. means you could still have kids on campus, but uh, you can't go out on the road anymore. So a week from today is the quiet period. And then uh, at midnight, 12.01 next Monday, starts the dead period and then with uh, signing day coming two days after that so uh, essentially long story short you've got a week uh, you've got one week now uh, to go out and see kids and try to get some guys in here for a visit this weekend mm-hmm. do want to mention that you know the ncaa rules now allow you if you've already used your official visit at arkansas say you know earlier this season or this past spring Savion Williams, for example, if he is yet to use all five of his official visits, mm-hmm. every recruit gets five total. He can still come back because of the coaching change. He can come back and take another official here. We'll see if he does that. I think a lot of that is going to depend on which, you know, which position coaches are kept, but uh, could see some of these guys take another official here at Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Okay, Danny. Any last all thoughts? All right, buddy. Uh, Sam Pittman. Getting to work. Uh, talking to some of these recruits, got Miss Toll, Miss Tabitha, uh, Tabitha Toll just chimed in. Uh, 
and I'll post that on the board, but it sounds like she's pretty, pretty excited about it. It would be Blaine Toll's mother, four-star recruit from inside the state of Arkansas. All right, Danny. Appreciate you, brother. All right, man. We'll see you. That's my man, Danny West. Danny does a fantastic job covering recruiting in. Now is the time for Danny, okay? Now is Danny's time. I have covered this coaching search from start to finish. I put everything I've got into it. And now it's time for Danny West. Danny West takes over the lead now. I've always kind of said I kind of set it up and then Danny West will knock you over. So for all the people that have taken advantage of our offers and people who give me a hard time about putting the promos out there, but every time I put a promo out there, we get a ton of people subscribe. So what would you do? But Danny West is going to really make it worth it right now. I mean, the coaching search, the roller coaster has been a lot of fun. It may not have ended the way everybody wanted. I do think there are a lot of people that are excited about it, though. But when you follow Danny West and all the recruiting stuff he's going to bring in, it is, it's something else. It's something to behold. And uh, it's going to be a long stretch until February 5th, I think, is, is the late signing period. So um, should be pretty exciting there. And I will say this, too, with the national media. National media people seem to like it. Clay Travis, big hit to Georgia here. What's the Arkansas fan reaction? I guess that's not any big hire. Barton Simmons, I actually think this is a good, sneaky hire. Arkansas will have an identity, will recruit well, and I guess Pittman could hire a good staff. Dwayne Young says, Sam Pittman absolutely loves Athens, and there are a few jobs that would take him away. Head coach at Arkansas is one of them. Marcus Spears, ooh, Sam Pittman, about to turn them Razorbacks back into bullies at the line of scrimmage. So, And there's a lot of takes like that, a lot of stuff like that. Um, it's going to be – it's um, among the fans, some fans are going to love it. Some fans are going to be really disappointed over not getting a sitting head coach and a big splash hire. There's no question that former players are hugely behind this. And not just players that played under Pittman, but players that got to know Pittman. Um, like a Grant Cook, for example. So, let's see what we got some questions here. I mean, we've had, I mean, upwards of 1.4 thousand people. That's, I believe, a record. I believe a record. Aaron Barnett says, bring back running back. Darren McFadden. You know, and another guy to talk about, because we talked about Steph, we talked about um, uh, Jeff Trailer, but Barry Lunny Jr., and I don't know that it's likely that you bring back three coaches from the former staff, but Barry's a guy that coached with Pittman before under Bielema's staff, so they are familiar with each other. That is another guy to consider. And Barry has a couple of pretty good offensive line, or excuse me, a couple of pretty good tight ends that were committed. That's something to kind of leverage a little bit. Alan Hurst says, are you going to find out the real story of what happened with Kiffin and Ole Miss or we just move on? Uh, I put pretty much all that stuff on the Razor's Edge on our premium forum. Still 50% off, Alan. Still 50% off. And I promise you, people, I promise you it's worth it. If you like recruiting and want to know where this class is heading, because it's about to be hot and heavy for 10 days until this early signing period starts. And then it picks up again big time in January. Big time. And I promise you, you're going to want to follow this stuff because Pittman can recruit, and there's probably going to be some surprises out there. Okay, and there's also staff hires and all of that stuff to go over along with the introductory press conference and stuff. But with with Kiffin, Arkansas thought they had him, and Ole Miss came in and took him. That's a bottom line. It's the bottom line. And it's a Jimmy Sexton deal, bottom line. And I don't know if it maybe had something to do also with, first of all, Ole Miss is viewed as a better program. The problem with Arkansas right now is it is not viewed as a good program. People think Arkansas is the problem and Arkansas isn't the problem. It's what the situation with the head coaches, the last two head coaches, it's the bottom line. 
you can win in Arkansas. I, it, it infuriates me anytime people think that you can't because you go back and look at what Houston Nutt did at Arkansas, and people – Houston Nutt had his flaws. He was not a perfect coach. You know, he didn't embrace technology, didn't embrace some things in the future, and still had a couple of – well, had a 10-win season, had a couple of SEC championship games, won nine games like four times at Arkansas in his 10 years, and eight games, what, six times? I mean, he that's – when you compare to what Arkansas, you know, what they've done under other coaches, that's some success. Brett Bielema, you know, Brett Bielema, for as bad as things got away from him the couple of a couple of years, they actually had some success here and there. Um, you know, that night, that uh, excuse me, 2015 team should have been a two win, a, a ten win team. They should have beaten Toledo that year. They should have beaten Mississippi State. They should have won ten games that year. They should have won nine the next year, but he let it go downhill. But maybe another coach would have maybe not done that at Arkansas. Bobby Petrino. It wasn't that long ago when Bobby Petrino had won 21 games in two years at Arkansas. It comes down to the coach. Look at Matt Rule. It, it's amazing the state that Arkansas has gotten in for really not having that much go on. I mean, you really think about Arkansas with Bobby Petrino when he wrecked his motorcycle in the ditch and everything apparently went downhill from there. Arkansas made the right moral choice in firing Bobby Petrino. They had to do it. They had to fire him. Anybody who doesn't understand that, I, I can't explain it, but they had to fire Bobby Petrino. They made the right decision both morally and for the best of the for the betterment of the university in terms of like a lot of reasons, okay? Not just winning football games, which obviously is disappointing because that was that was fun when Bobby Petrino was at Arkansas. But you look at other programs around the country, everything that happened with Baylor. People were talking about Baylor deserves a death penalty. And they just competed for the SC, for the Big 12 championship game and just barely lost it in overtime to Oklahoma. Matt Rule's first year, they won the they won one game his first year there. Look at that turnaround. Ohio State, Ohio State got hammered. Go back and look at the headlines from back in 2011 with Ohio State getting hammered. NCAA makes an example out of Ohio State. Three years later, they win the national championship. Look at Penn State. And all the stuff that went on with the Sandusky stuff there. Penn State deserves the death penalty. That's what everybody was saying then. Look at them now. They don't seem to be struggling that bad. And then you have Arkansas. Why was Arkansas? And let's go to Ole Miss. Ole Miss gets embarrassed on national television by one of their top recruits saying that he accepted gifts and money and favors. They go on uh, They go on probation. They, go, they get NCAA sanctions handed down to them. Houston Nutt ends up suing I guess did he end up suing him I believe he ended up suing Hugh Freeze over it and caused him look into his uh uh text messages and and phone calls and all that stuff and they revealed some you know questionable text messages or call or calls I can't remember exactly but ended up getting him fired over that they're no worse for wear than they were before they hired him I mean they were struggling before they hired him they cheated and everybody knows it and now they have Lane Kiffin as the head coach and they're not as bad off as Arkansas. What is, why is Arkansas getting punished so severely? And it comes down to some of the coaching hires that they made. That's what it comes down to. Arkansas may not have got the coach you wanted, but they got the coach maybe got the coach that they need. A guy that's going to get them back to being strong on the offensive and defensive line, fundamentally sound again, technique-driven, going to bring in some big-time offensive linemen. He will. He'll bring in some big offensive linemen. And I think it'll be interesting to see who he brings with him. I mean, this Barry Odom thing, I haven't been able to check on it in a while because he's being mentioned with Memphis, but 
that is a name that people talk about as a potential defensive coordinator. Got a lot of experience as a head coach also. Hey, Trey, since he's supposed to be a top-notch O-line coach, can he get a top-notch five-star running back? It's a good question. I mean, I'll tell you this about offensive linemen is they, they would prefer to be run blockers than, than pass blockers. But I don't know on the running back situation. We'll see how it goes. K.J. Jefferson should be a problem with a good O-line. Yeah. Move on. Kiffin's character speaks for itself. Let's go where he needs to be. And I've heard that angle, too, you know, that Kiffin basically, you know, told them that he's coming to Arkansas, and then they tried to come back and counter it. And Juracek just wasn't having anything to do with it. Although it does feel like there was a pretty big drop off that, you know, after that in terms of the big names out there. We'll see what Pittman does. There's a lot of reasons to like it. I mean, I'm just I'm just telling you, I mean – I can't believe it fell to him. I mean, I can just after the, some of the things that I was hearing behind the scenes about, you know, how things were being perceived with Arkansas. I mean, they ran into a lot of closed doors on this one. Some guys thought that they were interested early. There's a couple of guys that were interested real early and that were just kind of like, eh, think I'm out. Terry Roy says Arkansas didn't sweeten the incentive pot enough for Lane. Once he rejected the offer from Arkansas, Ole Miss came in and offered what he wanted. Not necessarily, Terry. Mm. Not, not really. Not really how it went down. Lashley sale or redeemed freeze, stick it to Ole Miss. Lashley, somebody interested to talk about. Philip Richard and Thomas says, do you think your check will have Pittman go after an up-tempo spread coach and will he dish out some cash for a big-time D.C.? I think that they are in a position to dish out money. People keep saying that Arkansas won't spend money, but they will. They tried to spend a lot of money on Gus Malzahn. It was there. They just get the right guy. It was there. So, All right, everybody, we're going to wrap it up here. I want to thank everybody for joining. We will do a walk and talk tomorrow. So stay tuned for the post-presser walk and talk. I thought about walking around my neighborhood and doing it here, but I wanted to get Danny on because Danny has such great insight with the recruiting angle, and that's a big thing with getting Sam Pittman. Recruiting is a big part of this. So didn't do the walk and talk for this one. I am going to shave the stash. I will shave the stash. I also want to thank – I want to thank – AMP, Arkansas Money and Politics, and Mark Carter. I, I really appreciate the article that they wrote about me and my journey with Hog Sports. It was, I've always told other people's stories, and to have somebody want to tell my story and you know where I began with this, I, I was just really humbled by that. I thought it was, um, I thought it was really re- well done, and uh, yeah, I just re- I really appreciate that. So anybody who hasn't picked up your Arkansas Money and Politics magazine, or you can go to ArkansasMoneyandPolitics.com and read the article there. It's the December issue. It's uh, about a 30-minute read just on where I came from and uh, how I got Hogsports.com rolling and uh, into your number one independent source on the Razorbacks. Sign up 50% off at Hogsports.com. You promise you, if you didn't sign up for the coaching search, you're going to want to sign up for the recruiting. It's going to be wild. It's going to be a wild 10 days, and then it's going to be wild again when January picks up, when the dead period's over. For Danny West, well, we got to say this one more time. Facebook Live, YouTube, throw us that thumbs up right now. If you haven't done it, let's see the thumbs up uh, on Facebook Live and on YouTube. Be sure to hit the follow button on Facebook Live so uh, you can tune in anytime we 
put new articles and free stuff out there. Uh, also, hit the no- notifications bell and subscribe to YouTube. Throw us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Say something nice about us if you like the content. If you don't, then don't worry about it. Don't want to make you do something you don't want to do. But we would love to have you um, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We want anybody to see hogsports.com when they search that. Spotify and Stitcher. Sign up 50% off for Danny West. This has been Trey Biddy with hogsports.com. Sam Pittman's the Arkansas coach. And we will catch you after the press conference.